Hey guys, welcome to episode 193 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This week, featuring the wonderful, talented Danielle Withers. <laughs> you guys are going to hear all about her in this episode. Danielle is, you know, well known. Uh, you know, I'm going to introduce her again, but you know, she's well known for backing up artists like J Lo, Justin Timberlake, Usher, Ariana Grande. The list goes on and on and on. And she's a total badass. And you guys are going to love. Not only meeting her and getting to hear about her personality and the way she thinks and is, uh, but also she's sharing some music of her own on this episode, and it is badass. So I can't wait for you guys to listen to this. Um, I think you're going to really enjoy it. She's an incredible person and talent. I think that you're going to really enjoy getting to know her a little better. If you don't already know her, you know what I'm saying? So wherever you're at in the world, I hope that you're excited for this episode. I hope that you are, you know, dealing with quarantine issues as well as possible. I know this is a kind of a tough time. Uh, and by kind of, I mean extremely. <laughs> Sometimes I just completely uh, mis- misspeak and diminish uh, an incredible worldwide pandemic. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. It's rough, man. Things are rough. It- it's the whole world is in a weird spot and i think it's uh it's it's a drag on all of us emotionally and physically and financially of course and so i I hope that uh this episode will give you a little you know these are the corona files as i've said before where you know the episodes i'm doing right now are via zoom you know so i don't get to hang out in person with my friends which really sucks i'm definitely a people person in general don't get me wrong i love my alone time much as the next guy but you know one of my favorite things about doing the show is getting to hang out with these people getting to hang out with my friends reconnect connect you know on a deeper level goof around have a drink whatever like whatever we end up doing on the show my favorite thing is being able to hang out in person so i hope you understand these are zoom interviews um so the you know the uh the audio is not the same quality as i normally have on the show but you know the content is and this is a basic car station i had such a great time talking with danielle we get in some really fun stuff and some serious stuff and all kinds of things so i think you're going to really enjoy this episode and every week during this coronavirus pandemic quarantine bullcrap i hope that you know this show is serving to kind of uh distract you a little bit for you know at least an hour an hour and a half however long the episode is like uh, i just hope it distracts you a little bit from some of the you know, the doldrums and crappy, you know, schlep of life right now <laughs> that we're all kind of partaking in. And uh, I think the best thing for you to do is listen to someone that's truly positive and truly talented and truly one of a kind. I think you're really going to, you know, love hearing about Danielle and have her lift your spirits through her music. So get pumped for this episode. And like I say every week, I want you comfortable. You know what I mean? I want you comfortable right now. I want you you know, curl it up in a blanket, or maybe you're in a hot tub, or maybe you're uh, working out at the gym, or maybe you're just making yourself a nice cocktail, or maybe you're pouring yourself a nice warm cup of coffee in the morning. I don't know what you're doing when you're listening to this, but whatever it is, I hope that you are getting completely relaxed. You know, I hope that you're comfortable, you got the right beverages in hand, everything's going right for you right now, and I hope that, you know, this will help take your mind off of whatever's going on (laughs) around you and around the globe. So sit back, relax, and most importantly, enjoy the freaking show! All right, hey, hey, welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knutson, and I am, you guessed it, super strong. Today's strength level is haircuts. Haircuts are, you know, something that's a, it's a tradition as old as time. Uh, people need their haircut, and we're in a time when no one's getting haircuts, and uh, I'm a man who's uh, becoming very furry in the face and head regions, and... <laughs> I need I need to be able to get my hair cut. So I'm losing that strength right now. That's the strength over for today. Um, and the, the guest I have on today is someone who has beautiful hair. She's a total badass. She is an, a wonderful and accomplished singer on her own right, but is also well-known for backing up people like uh, Justin Timberlake, J-Lo, Ariana Grande, Usher, Chrisette Michelle. I don't know. Have you ever heard of those people, guys? <laughs> so this is a true, true <laughs> guest today. This is the wonderful, beautiful Danielle Withers. Hi. How's it going, Danielle? 
<laughs> it's going well. It's going well. You know, we are surviving and attempting to thrive in the midst of this pandemic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, the first question everybody gets on the show, it normally makes more sense because they're in my studio and we're face to face. But normally my first question for everybody is just, hey, who are you and what are you doing here? <laughs> um, well, uh, again, my name is Danielle Withers. And I, man, I mean, I, I've been in the music industry for over 15 years, um, working professionally. Uh, I got into the game kind of accidentally. Um, I always had aspirations and goals um, of being uh, an artist in the music industry. Um, and kind of, I've always wanted music to kind of be just, you know, my go-to for everything. Yeah. For work, for play, just all of those things. And um, when I was accepted as a, as a student at Howard University in Washington, D.C., um, I went there to study music education um, with a minor in vocal performance. And what I wasn't banking on was the fact that college, in addition to it being a place where you further your education, um, I didn't understand that also this was going to be a time of, like, crazy networking for me. Um, yeah. Just because a lot of my professors uh, at Howard were at that time still functioning professional musicians in the music industry, right. yeah. um, kind of on their weekends, they would, you know, teach classes, but then on the weekend, like some of them, uh, Howard university, for those of you that don't know is in Washington, DC. And so on the weekends, some of my professors, they play in like the dancing with the stars band. So they would fly to LA to like do those rehearsals and those tapings. And, you know, I had different like vocal coaches that were still, functioning performers around the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. And, you know, it was like my favorite thing about attending Howard. And one of my favorite things about attending Howard university was just the fact that my professors were literally out there still doing their thing. In addition to teaching, you know, students every, every week. So anyway, long story short, um, what's happening at the time from those. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, long story short, I one of my classmates ended up, after, after having graduated from Howard, he ended up being pretty heavily involved in the music industry um, as, a, as an A&R. And I, as I began to kind of elevate in my abilities and just in my connections and all of that, I started to see him a lot um, when I would go out to audition for different things and do different musical things outside of school. Mm-hmm. And he connected me with um, an artist that was in need of some singers to go out on a tour. And so then before I knew it, I was kind of thrown into that pool of, you know, there's like this pool of singers that people start to call for all the things. And that was like my introduction to that world. And, and so from there, I just started going from gig to gig to gig, just kind of word of mouth. It's like, here's this singer. She's a great singer. She's a great vibe, great look, whatever the different Mm -hmm. things were that different people were looking for and you know here i am more than 15 years later still doing it yeah <laughs> that's right man. still yeah. doing it that's how i ended up in la long story short when did you move out here um i moved here about eight years ago okay. and i moved out here actually um one of my work opportunities while i was in dc um led me to an opportunity in Africa. So I had moved to Africa to do this, this music job. And um, from there, I got a phone call from an old college professor um, inquiring about my availability to tape um, a show. It was like a singing reality show um, that was on NBC. Um, and she had, she had reached out to me and was like, are you available to do this show? It's called The Sing Off. It's like an acapella singing reality show. Um, and they want to, you know, they want like a jazz ensemble to kind of have their little, you know, their little niche on the show. So anyway, I agreed to do it because I was actually a fan of the show. And while we were out here taping the show, um, the producers, different producers and different staff members were just like, man, you know, you could really do a lot of work here in LA, Danielle, like, you know, you should move here. Why aren't you here? And I'm like, well, I don't know any, I, I, you know, because I've been touring a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I love, I've always loved LA. You know, whenever we get to LA, I'm like, man, I feel so kindred with this vibe and with this, you know, weather and just everything about it. Right. Um, but I was like, you know, I don't know anything about LA. 
you know, I don't know, like, what's, what's the, where's the best neighborhood to, to live if you're an up and coming artist and creative and, you know, right, right. is it safe here? It's, you know, all the different things that you consider when you're moving. And, um, my friend that was on staff was just like, girl, just come here and stay on my couch and we could just figure it out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we ended up, um, kind of staying on that series and we didn't win the series. Um, the group, the Pentatonics did as a lot of you probably have heard of that group. Yeah. Still great friends of mine, all of them. Um, but we were still, we were on for the direct, like for the entirety of the show. Yeah. So literally after we finished taping, I packed up my stuff and rolled my bags out of the hotel and I haven't left LA since. <laughs> and that was eight years ago. And I'm trying to, I met you, the way I met you originally, we, it was uh, a rehearsal on a show that we did with Matthew Grant, like probably five or six years, something like that. And, you know. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. We originally met like at just a little rehearsal studio somewhere over in like Glendale or something. Yeah. That was the first time I met you. And that was, it's, a, I've been watching your career ever since. And it's been awesome. You've been doing all kinds of badass stuff out here in LA. <laughs> yeah, LA has, has treated me well. Yeah, and, t- and tell all this craziness, but it's not really LA's fault, right? It's just the- <laughs> right. Oh man, I mean, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I, I really- certainly hope not. <laughs> That's what we find out in the end. But you, right. you spend a lot of time on the road. Let's go. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's t- you know, let's talk about road snack versus Rona snack. You know, what I mean, what was your snack when you're traveling, and now you're stuck in your house, you're eating something new. <laughs> what am I eating now that I'm stuck in the house? Like, what's my go-to snack? Yeah, are you, I, I'm a huge snacker, and it's been a problem. It's become a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> so just constantly snacks around. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, Man, you know, it varies. I, I'm really not – so before the Rona hit us, yeah. you know, I wasn't a big – I wasn't really a big sweets person. Uh-huh. I'm not, you know, I wasn't a big candy person. I wasn't a big, um, but I kind of have become one. So it's like, there are these delicious um, (laughs) troll, they're called trolls, I think. They're like gummy, gummy worms, but like really interesting, like tropical flavored gummy worms. Ooh, where are you? Covered in like sugar. Yeah. You can literally get them anywhere, like CVS, 7-Eleven, Walgreens. Target, yeah, um, Pringles, mm. Doritos scoops or Tostitos scoops rather. Those are good. Um, but then I also there's the there's the healthy side of snacking that I also do. I I love this is I am definitely in, in a rare group of people that <laughs> in that I enjoy this. But I love kale. Ooh, kale, very controversial. I can very- snack on kale cucumbers you know yeah. it's like people are eating a bag of chips and i'm like i've sliced up little pieces of pieces of cucumber and i'm dipping them in that hidden valley ranch because that's the best kind of ranch yeah <laughs> so it's like trolls or kale and cucumber yeah it's either yeah one, it's either end of the spectrum i'm the same way and i think i visit all those places in the day you know i start i always start off really proud because like fruit and then like around lunchtime it's like vegetables and then sometimes then there's probably some kind of like cookie or chip in the like later afternoon and yeah Andy just starts popping out of nowhere i'm like why do we even candy just showing yeah. up showing up at the house what else what else is going on in quarantine you said you're doing a lot of remote uh, studio work from home right yeah so you know my primary my primary source of income was definitely touring um i i have been touring kind of back to back and non-stop for yeah. the past like i don't know four or five years. Like I really literally bounced. Like I was on tour with the killers and then from the killers, I went on tour with, um, Ariana Grande. And then from Ariana Grande, I went on tour with Justin Timberlake. And then from Justin Timberlake, I went on tour with JLo. And that was literally like back to back to back to back with maybe five day breaks in between or, or two week breaks in between. Um, do your laundry basically. <laughs> yeah. To do your laundry to, you know, just to buy a, fl- a TV because my apartment was bare because I was not there. <laughs> I had moved into my um, apartment like, I don't know, maybe maybe a matter of like weeks before I got the call to go out on tour with um, the killers. So it was like I hadn't had any time to 
to really Daniellify my apartment <laughs> before I left. Yeah. And so it's like I'm coming back and I'm like I'm not gonna be here that long. So I'm not I don't I don't even have groceries. I'm ordering takeout. Yeah. You know, all I have is my bed and like a little teeny couch and now my flat screen TV from the last two week break increment. But anyway, saying all of that to say, um, I it has become such a way of life for me to be on the road, mm-hmm. either having meals provided for me on the road or um you know, or getting takeout in a hotel room because we're on the road, Exactly. you know, I'm not, I don't have a kitchen all the time. So, so what has happened, you know, obviously everybody knows with, with what's going on with COVID-19 and the, the, the different safety precautions that everyone is taking. Um, obviously with the, the fact that we can't be in large groups of people, large numbers of people can't gather over, I think it, it like the number, it went from like 50 to like 20 to 10 to five. And it was like, no, no one, you can't be around anybody. And if you're outside, you need your vitamin D, but make sure you're six feet apart, you know? So obviously yep. this means that arena tours and stadium tours and any tour, any performance venue, really, um, we're not going to be doing anything. And we probably won't be doing anything for a really long time. They're proposing like fall of 2021 you know, as being that time when we'll finally be able to go. So because of that, I did occasionally do session work at home. Um, but I always, I had enough equipment to kind of like, like I have like a traveling studio, definitely not like a studio or at the time, not a studio that was like fully equipped with just all like the, the exact kind of microphone that, you know, different engineers and producers are very specific about the kinds of microphones that they like to record that they like to record on and the different programs that people like to use and all these different things. And it's like, you know, the kinds of computer you need to have the, 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 uh, the logic, the most updated version of logic, like all the different programs that exist. And so saying all that to say, um, that has now become my, my source of income, my way of life because we can't tour. We can't, travel we can't do any of these things um and so i had a studio session with um a a producer um kind of toward this like in the second or second week of the quarantine um and he was just like listen you know i'm gonna just loan you these things because i don't know what you have but i need this stuff to be recorded on this and this and this and so basically he has let me keep his equipment because i'm like hey now i'm getting these calls like every other day to do the session work because again all all of the musicians of the world you know we're all kind of having to find new ways of getting things done yeah. um with performance with performances that are live and in large groups i mean some people are braving it and doing it but for those of us that are honoring you know our health and all these other things that we should, we're supposed to be honoring in this time you know that's all changed so I have been doing so much session work from home and it's been beautiful because it's forced me to learn different aspects of the recording process that I think sometimes singers and vocal arrangers and the different things that I have done in the past, I haven't really had to engineer certain things to a certain extent and edit things to a certain extent and, you know, do certain kinds of comps and all of that. So it's like, man, when this thing is over, you know, I could literally just do everything by myself. (laughs) <laughs> at this point yeah so. I, I get that feeling too i yeah. was i just said thankfully earlier i was th- I, I, I had the same feeling of just the fact that i, I had spent the last two years kind of dialing in my home you know recording setup and all that and all the podcasting that i do and all these different things kind of like getting yeah. set up so when this all happened it was like that used to be like 10 percent of my career and now it's like 100 you know <laughs> and, <laughs> right. i was really thankful that i could pivot a little bit and obviously it doesn't make up for all the lost you know playing and traveling and stuff but right at least least it's not you know just completely you know a bust yeah you know be thankful for that same thing and it's kind of pushes that learning curve too like there's a lot of things i was kind of like i don't really have time to learn this or i'll figure it out or i'll have somebody help me out and now it's just might as well learn (laughs) (laughs) right you got time by the skill sets and all that well speaking of you producing music and singing and uh, hearing your wonderful voice and all of that i think it'd be perfect time to uh you know play a track for the people how's that sound that sounds great well you said you wanted uh you wanted to share the tune real games 
Yes, it's a cover that I did. It's, um, you know, there's this new producer on the scene, quote unquote. He's actually not that new, but um, he is starting to get the the recognition that he should have always received. Um, He goes by the the name DMile85 on Instagram. Um, And he's produced this amazing album um, by an artist named, or for an artist rather named, that goes by the name Lucky Day. And I was such a fan of it. I was like, oh, my God, I want to do a Danielle version of this. So, yeah. So, here, this is Real Games. Awesome. Originally recorded by Lucky Day, produced by D-Mile. And I hope you enjoy it. Awesome. Here we go. I think I just need to kiss you goodbye. So, baby, bring it over tonight. Don't get caught in your head. These words will keep them here instead I am feeling like the first time we met yeah but I know this is good as it gets we know we want no more so baby we can take it slow you the only one got mixed up walk around eyes wide open unfocused now you notice that babe I'm trying to keep from moving that way true <laughs> Thank you for sharing that music here on the show. My pleasure. It's my awesome. pleasure. My favorite thing. I love having artists on and everybody sharing all this stuff right now. It's cool, man. You know. Um, all right, so we're gonna go and in, I've invented some games and segments that we'll that we're gonna go into now. Are you ready? For- oh shoot! I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> they're easy. They're very, they're very silly and very fun. Uh, so it's no problem. So the first the first segment is called 
the compliment corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the compliment corner. In the compliment corner, what happens is it gives me and my guest an opportunity to just forget how dark and gloomy the world can be. And we're just going to, what's going to happen is I'm going to look you in the eye via Zoom here and give you a compliment that I mean. And then you'll flip it on me, give me a compliment that you mean. And we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. My compliment for you is this. Um, like I said, I met you when you uh, when, when we were working on Matthew Grant's project together. And that's when we first met. Um, and you lit up the room right away. You, you have a wonderful smile and a warm personality. And I just every time I've seen you on stage or seeing with anybody, and the times that I've met you in short hang like in, around the around the scene and all that, I've I've just always noticed this brightness and it was like uh you brought a whole new even to the zoom you know you came on and you're just like you know super happy and chipper right away and it just brightened my whole day it made me feel good so that's the vibe oh. you just walk around with i think it's very cool oh my god that was so nice <laughs> <laughs> wow hmm. okay all right it's my turn well you know i could say the same for you you were also uh, an amazing energy Friendly energy, you know, low-key, good vibes all around, you know, um, super friendly. Um, I really like your green shirt that you're wearing. I guess the, the, the listeners can't see, but he's got a really nice lime green shirt. And here's what's crazy. Our shirts are the same color. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, and always, and always been super, you've always been super um, supportive, and, and that has been that has been really nice. You're 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 a super supportive, amazing person with good vibes and a fly shirt and a fly podcast. Oh, thank you, Danielle. That's awesome. <laughs> That's been the compliment corner. Do you feel better now? Yes. Do you? <laughs> yes. All right. Sweet. So this next game we're gonna play is called "From Little Baby to Grown Up Man or Lady." Uh, thank you, thing. <laughs> From little baby to full-grown man. Or a lady. You hated a thing, now you love that thing. Now you're grown up and you want to say thanks to that thing for being a thing. So, in this game, <laughs> in this game, what we do is we talk about something that was around when we were little babies or little or little children, you know, and you, something that you hated when you were young and didn't understand. And now today as an adult, you like that thing. So, you, it gives us an opportunity to talk about that and then say, hey, thank you thing <laughs> for being in your life. And it has to be a thing, or can it be anything? Concept, it can be, yeah, or, yeah, or a person, or a, yeah, music, or anything, whatever, whatever, uh, whatever comes to mind. Do you, do you want Ooh, me to? Or music. Do you have something that's? Do you have something on top of your of your mind? Yeah, <laughs> I had to think about it. Like, yes, there are things floating around. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so when I was younger. I had this thing about songs that were overplayed and like bandwagon songs, you know, um, songs like lean on me by Bill Withers. Yeah. Um, I'll just use that song as an example. So, or as the example. So I decided that I didn't like that song mm. only because everybody was obsessively, I mean, the song was as on in it, billions of movies and all over the radio i'm like what is a, i can't even get into i can't even dissect this yeah i feel like it's song overload like as a kid thinking that yeah and so randomly as an adult i went back and i started listening to a lot of songs that i felt that way about namely lean on me songs like lean on me september you know like just the songs yeah. that everybody's like oh and I'm like dissecting them in the way that I dissect songs like Thriller and, you know, other songs of that, like that. And so I'm like, oh, man, this is amazing. This is an amazing song. Now I love this song. <laughs> now I understand why everyone is obsessed with the song. But as an adult, though, yep. going all of my years hating the song just because it was everywhere and everybody liked it. Right. 
<laughs> I'm not sure if I'm playing this. If I'm playing this game. <laughs> well, now you have a chance to say thank you to that thing for being in your life. Thank you. May you rest in peace. Continue to rest in peace, Bill Withers. And thank you for this amazing thing that is this amazing piece of music that is Lean On Me. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, Bill Withers passing. That was rough, man. It was so yeah. Yeah, man, that, that that was that was a really that was a rough one for me. I, that hit that hit hard. I love him. Yeah, the prolific songwriter. I mean, wrote all kinds of stuff. Wrote all kinds of stuff, and then you know, not too long ago, I would say maybe, maybe maybe like a few months ago, or like maybe a year ago, I happened upon this documentary about his life on Amazon, Ooh. and I just learned so many things about him that I that I didn't know. You know, we know him as the songwriter, singer songwriter, but I didn't realize that, you know, he, he didn't even begin his journey in the music industry um, as a successful songwriter until he was much older than your, your usual pop Jesus. R&B songwriter. <laughs> he had a whole career. Like he, I think he served in the military. I think he like built, I think he in particular was building like toilets for planes and things of that nature. And he would occasionally go and um, perform where he was stationed Man. and that's how he was discovered i think like in his 30s if i'm not mistaken that's awesome man yeah gotta check that out you remember what it was yeah. i don't remember what it's called no but if you just if you went to amazon just typed in bill withers it, it'll pop right up but it's his life story is it's really moving and that's awesome. um inspiring yeah okay oh mine mine this week is gonna be bubbly water i'm going bubbly water i'm drinking <laughs> LaCroix in my hand. I love, you know, I, I, when I was young, I remember everyone getting like, you know, so they'd always ask for, you know, sparkling or still and stuff. And, and everyone was always drinking, you know, bubbly waters when I was young. And, um, I, I didn't understand it or like it. Mineral waters gross me out. And now I can go through three to five LaCroix in a day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. You're wow. a LaCroix. You're, you're a LaCroix fan. <laughs> Or like, I just am it now because I drink so much of it. I am a candle pro. That's right. Um, so I'll, I'll say, hey, bubbly water. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. This next game, wow. this next game we're going to play is, um, it's an airing of grievances game. All right. So it's like, it's, it makes us mad. We're going to talk about that next. So this is a game called, get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> So in get your okay. butt out of my face, uh, we'll talk about something that's been like you know making us mad, pissing us off, working our chain in some way. You air that grievance. We'll talk about it, and then it gives you an opportunity to say you know figuratively to that thing, "Hey, get your dang butt out of my face." <laughs> <laughs> so this is a good I love this. <laughs> It's, I love it. It's not a, a negative game, you know. It's a, it's one of those things where you air your grievance. It makes you more positive, you know. Get it off your chest, you know what I mean. So, mm -hmm. uh, do you have anything right off the top of your head that's been you know ticking you off, or should I go first and let you think a minute? I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, the thing I'm I'm talking about today is all these quarantine collabs, which I think are great. I think they're awesome. I've done I've done a lot of them, but what I've come across a few times is this. Uh, quarantine collab impatience you know and so and we're talking about free projects you know these videos that everyone's doing like they're you know oh. they're a minute two minutes they're all super short but they take hours to do a lot of times it oh my god especially if you're on the editing side of things you're putting videos and stuff together it's a lot of work and the more people that are involved or like they're all people will call me and be like hey can you do drum set and congas and tambales and shaker and tambourine and triangle you know all this stuff. it's like oh my gosh just everything and but it's gonna take a long time you know and then and a lot of people just have obviously there's no reason to rush right now so they're cool about it they're very chill but there are some people right. that will ask you to do a project and then the next day go hey how's it coming did you, were you have had a, had a chance to work on that yet and you're like whoa 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 free project we're not right right now yeah i'll get it to you by the end of the week or whatever you know like the quarantine should be teaching you patience yeah. do not be impatient with me for a free project like that we, when we all have time to chill and it's you know i want right. 
Instagram, you know, it's like, well, whatever, man. Um, so my thing is uh, quarantine collab impatience. Got hey, it. Get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> 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 wow. And I feel better getting that off my chest. Man. Okay. Well, my thing is actually kind of, it's, it's kind of serious. My thing, okay. my grievance. Um, so, uh, for those of you that don't know, I am an African American woman and you know, we obviously everybody, I think at this point has heard about the, um, unlawful, uh, shooting of Ahmad Arbery, who's jogging in his neighborhood in Georgia. Yeah. Um, he was, you know, doing what we all do all the time. Um, especially, you know, those of us that are, you know, into fitness or he's like my brother-in-law who runs marathons on a regular basis. Um, and so it is not strange for him to be jogging to train for the different marathons that he's a part of. Um, so to hear about him basically being hunted down by these, you know, random citizens and, and murdered in broad daylight, um, it has, it was just, you know, Again, you know, as as an African-American woman, this is definitely not a new story. It's not a, you know, it's not new at all. <laughs> We've been hearing stories like these, yeah. you know, for years and years and years and years and, you know, much longer than, than we, you know, than they should be heard, you know, these stories. But anyway, I'm just like, man, you know, when are we going to decide that, just because people are of a different hue or just because people are, you know, love uh, the kind of, like, just because someone is gay or just because someone is transgender, just because someone is short or just because, you know, you know, there's so much beauty in our differences. And, you know, instead of embracing the differences in the world, people are so afraid of them. And so, you know, what manifests with fear is all these different things, including, you know, and of course this is the more dramatic version of what it, of how it manifests, but you know, sometimes it, it becomes somebody literally hunting down a man that's jogging in broad daylight in his own neighborhood and, and killing him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just, I, discrimination, racism, you know, get your butt out of my face. <laughs> Instantly twist on a very serious subject, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, I want to jump on and and just like validate everything you just said because I'm I'm with you completely. And it's um last Friday. Well, so this will come out in a couple weeks, but so two weeks ago Friday, I guess. If you want, if if a listener's being hard on that (laughs) that issue (laughs) of right uh, was that was the hashtag I run with a mod thing and uh, and uh, like on social media, and I I went for like an hour and a, an hour walk with my fiance and dog in the morning mm. and then later that night I went for a walk by myself for an hour and a half and I was just reflecting on um, how I do that every day especially during quarantine right now I'm, I'm walking all the time and just just to get out of the house and like right. eat fresh air get vitamin d but like I'm also like I'm not a fully white guy and I'm not, but I'm also and I'm not the biggest guy but like people don't mess with me at all and i walk around and, and like my fiance is a tiny person so we talk about this all the time how like there are just things that i just i don't think about just in general when i'm walking around and so i was reflecting on how i have always just you know walked around my neighborhood or my community without a second thought at all you know i just i just walk around it doesn't matter if it's morning or night or if i'm by myself or what's like i just don't i don't have like any kind of fear you know when i walk around and that and that is such a privilege and and like something that i just i just take for granted i don't because i literally doesn't enter my head to be afraid of anything you know yeah so when you hear stories like this i put that my post i I posted something about it after reflect after i got home from that long walk and just said for me it was just like the thing like just to echo what you said like the thing that bothers me most about the story is not even the details it's that it's not the first time and it's not the last it's just it keeps on repeating itself we can't seem to stop it at all it's and so sad like having that having that like uh not, having not acknowledged that that you know like that it's just that not giving a second thought to that type of stuff and how how much of a blessing that is even yeah. you know it's weird you know when you think about that you're just like everybody should be able to do that and that, yeah you know it goes for every you know gender and and race and everything but it's just it's it's just not that way you know so it's it's, not and it's so sad i you know i 
Uh, I, I, when you work in the liberal arts, you know, a lot of times you, you bypass some things, you know, it's true because I'm a singer, you know, music is, and I just posted on Facebook about this. I'm not sure if you saw my post, but you know, I was just talking about how, you know, music is a universal language. And, um, with that being the case, um, you know, I could be on a gig of any sort, you know, I, I sing every genre. I sing classical music. I sing jazz. I sing pop. I sing R and B pop. I, I do. I've done rock gigs. You know. Yeah. Um, you don't realize because all you're doing is sharing this love of music that any person can love. Like, you know, a skinhead could love the same music that I love. Yep. You know, uh, uh, a monk could love the same music that. Uh, an atheist loves. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I think so, at least. I don't know if monks are allowed to listen to music, but I feel like they can. Okay. Um, but, you know, you understand what I'm saying. It's like, literally, um, you can believe so many different things and love the same song. Yep. You can speak so many different languages and love the same song. Yep. Not even maybe even understand what language it is that you're singing, but still love the song. So, with that being said in the context of work, um, I could be singing and dancing next to somebody who maybe would be afraid to touch me because I'm black. Sure. You know, I could be singing and dancing next to somebody who hates Asian people or hates Latino people or, you know, and you just never know. But it's just so crazy when things like this happen. Yeah. Um, people, their their stance is is made known in what they say and in what they don't say mm-hmm. and it's like that's as someone in liberal arts that's when you realize that that thing um because you don't talk about politics on on your job on my jobs we don't talk about politics we don't talk about like vantage vantage points life vantage points and everything's very surfacey and it's really just about the music um which in a professional setting, you know, that's the way that it should be. But it's like, man, for those of us that feel as deeply as I do about things of this nature, just because I have brothers, I have a father, I have a boyfriend, you know, they're all black. Like I am black. You know, my mother has been pulled over by the police because of the kind of car she drives and police have drawn their guns on her and just really scary things that, you know, when we hear these stories like about Ahmad Arbery or about Trayvon Martin or about, you know, Michael Brown or all that, I mean, there's so many stories, Sandra Bland. It's like, I've been in scenarios that could have ended with me being dead or right. my brother being dead or my dad or my friends or, you know, and so it's like, man, you know, we gotta, we gotta do something about this. We gotta consider that every person is a human being. We're all right. human beings. And we all deserve respect and love, you know, yeah. and to, to live. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. Like even in a time like still dealing with that type of, it's like when everyone's quarantined, we still are having horrible issues to like, you know, with race relations and stuff. It's really, really, I'm glad you brought that up. Even though the game is silly, you know, but the content is true. <laughs> it's serious. <laughs> Yeah. But we're coming to the end of the show anyway. Uh, well, I, I, we, okay. before, before we fully wrap up, I did want to play one more track. Um, Yay! You want to talk? You, you said, okay. Uh, or you said you wanted to share the tune Love You Inside Out. Yeah. Yes. It's a cover of a Bee Gees, my, one of my favorite Bee Gees records. Their last number one record, actually. Their last charting record. Number one charting record. Love You Inside Out. I did a cover of it for Valentine's Day. Oh, nice. So, all right. Enjoy. Yeah. I've been waiting on this one right here. Baby, I can't figure it out. Your kisses taste like honey. Sweet lies, don't give me no rise Oh, what you tryna do? Living on your cheating and the pain Rolls inside me, it's enough to leave me crying in the rain 
Thank you again. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Like again, I love uh, sharing how badass all you guys are that come on the show. And the final question before we do plugs and things like that, everyone gets the same question. The you know the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. So the last you know the last question that everybody gets is hey, are you super strong? <laughs> yes, yeah. I am super strong. <laughs> I love that. So what's, uh, what is some advice that you can give to the listeners that might be relating to you? And keep in mind, there's so many types of strength, whether that be physical, emotional, mental, anything, uh, anything that you, that you can see yourself very super strong in. What's some advice that you could give listeners that are relating to you to act as kind of a mantra until next week's guest gives some advice that makes a Danielle Withers super strong? Um, I would say believe in the power of your dreams. There is no dream that is out of reach. There is no dream that can't come true. There is no limit, you know, to whatever it is that you believe that you want to achieve in your life. You can be whatever you want to be and do whatever you want to do and live wherever you want to live. And if you want to sing, you can teach yourself. If you want to dance, you can teach yourself. If you want to play an instrument, literally, if you are alive, you can do whatever you want. And don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Oh, I love that. That's great advice. I really love that. All right. So the last thing that we do is plugs because, uh, you know, I want people to be able to check out the music that you shared today. I want people to follow you on social media. You know, I guess there's no live shows to hype right now, but, you know, where can people buy records and listen to you and, you know, just basically become Danielle Withers' next biggest fans, you know? Nice. Yeah. Um, well, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Danielle Renee Withers, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-R-E-N-E-W-I-T-H-E-R-S. And literally any update that I have in regards to a tour that I'm doing or music that I've released, um, you know, I've been doing some acting, anything that I'm going to be in, any upcoming television, anything, film, anything, um, you can 
find all that information there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, please do go follow Danielle and check her out. And then I always take this moment to plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro music for my show. Uh, you can follow the Instagram at Ryan is super strong, the Twitter at super strong Ryan. And most importantly, if you enjoy this show, whether you're listening to it for the first time or for the millionth time, uh, if you could go to Apple podcasts and leave a five-star rating and leave a review, the show always grows all around the world. We have listeners in like Indonesia, Turkey, Mexico City, all these crazy places that people are listening. And when you guys go and leave reviews, the show grows. And more and more ears get to hear about how badass my friends are, like Danielle Withers here. It's so much for being on my show, Danielle. Of course. Thank you for having me. I so had fun. Yeah, this is awesome. Thanks for sharing so much awesome music. And, uh, you know, hopefully one day we'll be able to get out of quarantine and we can do this again in person. <laughs> yes, I'm down. Great. I'm uh, down for it all. And at the end of every episode, I talk to one listener or a group of listeners and I try to get them to up their game in some way. This week is no different and I'm going to start right now. This week, I'm talking to people in lines now that things are starting to get lifted. Little bits of regulations here and there that are getting lifted. For example, drive-in movie theaters. I went to the drive-in movie theater for my brother Jeff's birthday yesterday, the day before Memorial Day, and you know, you're supposed to be six feet away from each other, including in lines, and when I went to use the restroom at the drive-in, fully gloved up, fully masked up, everything like that, sanitizer in pocket, everything, ready to go, people were just standing really close to each other. It made me really mad. I don't like it. <laughs> People need to have better manners. Don't you know? It's still social distancing. We're all going to be careful and share the same space. So, hey, don't do that crap. Listen to the advice of someone like Danielle Withers. Then go back in the archive of this wacky-ass show. Listen to all the advice of all my badass guests. And if you do that, if you take that advice seriously and change your weirdo, you know, non-social distancing ways, especially in the line for the bathroom, come on. It's just weird. You, get away from me. <laughs> get away from everyone. <laughs> so if you do that, if you take this advice and you make yourself better, you stand a little further, you get that PPE going, if you do that and you change your weirdo ways, then maybe one day, just maybe, you could be super strong too. Just like Ryan.